0: That's N-O-O-M dot com to sign up today. What is happening? Welcome to the Plus Pitch Podcast. Your morning pitching podcast from pitchless.com. My name is Nick Pollock. Today is August 6th, and yes, we are going to talk about baseball. Yohan Don had a great game, almost through a perfect game. Well, not almost. He was 5.2 innings of perfection, and they allowed two singles and a home run, and that means it was six innings of 300 runs, three hits, zero walks, and seven Ks. Is he now a guy to get? No. I don't really think the four-seamer in Kerbal that that amazing. That's really what he does is just a two-pitch approach. Not really for me whatsoever. I, I mean, if he does stick in the rotation you want to don, it would be the athletics next weekend. That's not the worst play if you really want to go after, but honestly, I'm not scrambling to the wire if he does get that confirmation. Speaking of the athletics, we have Paul Blackburn dominating the Giants at six innings, zero runs, two hits, three walks, and seven Ks. I was in on this because of the slider usage from last time. I thought it was such a good situation. The Giants are not a good offense. It's in Oka, and what he do? Zero out of 15 slider whiffs, also zero out of 24 cutter whiffs, and yet his changeup went 10 for 23 whiffs with a 52% CSW. You're going to see a lot of guys yesterday having fantastic changeups. Wow, insane. That's amazing. And what if he has both the change in the slider working and when he gets to the Nationals next? I think I'm in for that one as Polly Punchouts has returned. That's very interesting uh, go there. You have Tarek Scuba looking just wonderful. And this was interesting is that he dominated the the Rays. I mean, he yeah, had seven base runners in 5.1 innings. We got to win zero runs and six Ks with his fastball located down, and four of his heads actually came on that. But the slider and change were fantastic. I am so, so in on Tarek Skubal. Uh, Michael Grove opened for the fratty pirate that is Ryan Yarbrough. He won 1.1 innings of 4Ks, which is kind of fun. And then Ryan Yarbrough showed up and did his job of five point uh, 4.1 innings and one earned run And then the bullpen ruined it. But he Ryan Yarbrough is a decent guy to vulture wins. I'm not going to look past that. I know I generally don't go after followers, bulk inning guys. But Ryan Yarbrough is in a really good situation with the Dodgers, especially if they want to go Grove first, then Ryan Yarbrough. That does seem like he's going to get some sneaky wins here. On uh, John Schreiber, speaking of which, opened for Nick Pavetta. I didn't know if Nick Pavetta was going to go yesterday or today. It looks like it went yesterday, and he didn't do so well. Four innings of three and runs, six hits, two walks, two Ks, and 66 pitches against the Jays. However, the slider location was still good. It was 3 out of 17 whiffs, but I think that location does suggest that he can come through against the Royals uh, for his next start. Uh, George Kirby against the Angels did well. 7 innings, 1 run 5Ks, and we got 25% swing strike rate on the slider. That's really cool. Six of them. Uh, please keep doing that. Don't do the splitter because that is a bad pitch. Uh, Kenta Maeda, well, it's just a volatile one. He didn't have it yesterday. Kenta Maeda has been dominating. You know, it's a 247 ERA and a .98 whip with a 34% strikeout rate across his last 44 innings in 8 starts. Think about that. That's insane for Kent Mayeda. That's when he came back from the IL. So, yeah. This is great from Kenta Mayeda. I mean, it was, yeah, 7Ks and one and run in six innings yesterday. Whew. Steven Matz has also been doing great. Uh, PLV hates it. I don't care. I like it. Uh, against the, the Rocky Road. Um, against Rocky Road. I should say, got the win. Six innings, one and run, five hits, two walks, six Ks. It looks like the Bailey special. you would love to see it. And the changeup was reasonably down. Same with the, the curveball. Got the strikes and the sinkers up or inside to righties. I'm cool with it. He gets the Royals next. Yeah, go with that. Uh, Ross stripling against the Athletics in Oko. 5.1 innings of one and run, three hits, zero walks, and seven Ks. And the changeup, oh man, this is what I've been saying. Is stripling again enough pitches? It well, was 74 here, but he, yeah, went over five innings. And is the changeup from 2022 returning? Well, it did here 48% CSW across 36% usage. Just so good. 11 over 27 whiffs. Oh, that's really nice. Uh, unfortunately, he gets the Rangers next, and we're not touching that one, but at least Ross Stripling now has showcased that skill again, hopefully it does stick around, Bailey Falter made his first start for the Pirates, only got 63 pitches against the Brewers, I don't really think there's a lot to like here, he gets uh, landed next, so we just ignore Bailey Falter for now, Nestor Cortez came back, he pitched against the Astros, that was so avoiding this one, still ill, wasn't good at the beginning of the year, and the Astros, only 64 pitches were thrown, and yet he still earned a share of the Gallows poll, which is insane, to earn 17 whiffs in 64 pitches is bonkers. Four innings, one in run, one hit, one walk and eight Ks for Nestor Cortez against the Astros, and it's still ill start. I still can't believe that. 93 miles per hour, not 91 in change on that fastball. It was upstairs a lot. The cutter was solid. The breaking ball had a high CSW as it got a lot of strikes in the zone. I mean, he was just living with that four seamer. It was really good. This is the kind of guy that we loved before. Uh, I'm I'm excited. I really hope it's six around. He, by the way, he would have earned a golden goal if he went five innings. You have to have a minimum of five innings to earn the King Cole of CSW because that's a rate stat. I feel like you need to go at least five innings to earn that. Justin Verlander was on the other side of it. It was kind of disappointing. I Miss mean, seven innings have turned runs and nine base runners, but four Ks. It was like, ugh, okay, whatever. Uh, as he got the loss here. It wasn't his best located go, so it goes. We just kind of move on. Corbin Burns is not getting the ace is going to ace tag. I'm so sorry against the Pittsburgh. I want to see that dominant start, but I didn't get it. Six innings, two runs, two hits, four walks, five Ks. It's not bad by any means, but I can't give him the ace is going to ace tag after four walks. That just doesn't seem right. Michael Kopech, 5.1 innings of two runs, three hits, four walks, three Ks, I'm getting a win against the Guardians. <clears throat> yeah, you, you don't want to do that. I mean, it's 95 miles per hour, net not the 93 that we saw last time from Kopech, but he is not exercising the ceiling that we want to see. I just avoid Kopech really right now. Tyler Anderson had a really good changeup as well. The changeup of of our dreams with a 49% CSW and a 44% usage is so good. He's throwing it a ton and getting a lot of good results. 12 whiffs on it. In um, five innings, two earned runs, two hits, three walks, six Ks against the Mariners. And the Mariners are known to be a team very susceptible to changeups out of the zone. And Anderson had a really good one. Is Yastro's next? I think I don't want to do that, even though that changeup looked really good. Javier Assad started for the Cubs against Atlanta. And of course, that didn't go well. So, 83 pitches to get through. Just 11 outs is everything you need to know. Kyle Gibson was great. Seven innings, three earned runs, four hits, one walk, and nine strikeouts. 17 whiffs. And what do you know? It was the changeup again. 11 over 22 whiffs. What's it? with change yesterday, I don't know, 11 out of 22 whiffs is so good, and maybe I should be giving him more respect, it was also 4 out of 11 whiffs on the sweeper, um, as he earned a share of the Gallows Poll, 17 whiffs, right, 386 ERA, 104 whip, and 25% strikeout rate across his last 6 starts, he also has an average of a 15% swinging striker, which is really good, I don't know, he also faced really good offenses in that time, I feel like Gibson can do this every so often, then it goes away. So maybe we Vargas rule Cal Gibson right now. That might just kind of be what we do. Uh, Jose Brios is kind of steady, steady, and that's really good. 300 runs and 5.2 innings is fine against the Red Sox. Got the win, a good whip, and strikeouts. All good here. Uh, John Gray is interesting against the Marlins as it was 14 whiffs and 34% CSW. The slider was amazing, 10 whiffs. But 5.1 innings and 300 runs, 6 hits, 2 walks, 6 Ks. We're not quite there yet. And the problem is those four seamers too far down. He allowed all six of his hits. either threw 39 sliders. Not a single hit allowed on those. But all six of its hits came on four seamers that were located around, like, thigh belt high, that is, YM lock, right? Uh, The middle. Not high, not low, just middle. Six of them. Just don't throw it there, and you're good. He's so close. It's just that four seamer location, right? Uh, You have a lot of other guys we're going to talk about from Blake Snell, Aaron Savali, and, uh, you know, Tyler McGill and Andrew Abbott. What do we do? Bryce Elder. We're going to talk about all of those. And, of course, today and tomorrow starts after this break. This podcast is sponsored by Underdog. Blake's now 5 innings, 300 runs, 4 hits, 4 walks, 8 Ks. Curve held a 37% CSW. Slide went 7 for 20 whiffs. This was the fastball being really weird and the changeup being really weird. And it's kind of interesting that like the floor is still actually pretty good even against a team like the Dodgers, right? I know that's not good ERA or whip, but you still got 8 Ks and 5 innings of 300 runs. It's not like the worst thing ever. And uh, it's kind of wild to see that Snell always has something working enough to make it so he doesn't have the disaster start. And I'm just waiting for that moment of brilliance where it's like 7 innings of... 12 strikeouts in one walk or something like that, I can't wait. Aaron Savali against the Tigers, not very good, and it's kinda of weird to see the sinker get more usage than the curveball, and I really hope that's not the Rays doing that. Um, because I love, I love, love, love the 65 to 7% cutters and curveballs. I think that's it for Savali. So I'm not really worried about this, with the Cardinals and Giants next. Alec Marsh, absolutely not. George Soriano made a start for the Marlins of three innings and 59 pitches, and I'm just going to move past that because he probably doesn't get it again. It was against the Rangers, and who cares? Command's not very good. Ty Blach, no. Uh, Nova Syndergaard, no. Uh, five earned runs in six innings. Tyler McGill got his start against the the Orioles. Fastball's up to 96, but the changeup and slider are not there, and it was 500 runs in 4.2 innings. No. Uh, Bryce Elder against the Cubs. It's kind of funny to see everyone like freak out about this one, and I'm like, why are you doing? He didn't do well against the Rays and the, the Diamondbacks. We removed the Vargas rule, but then he got the Brewers, so like, fine, that's a good stream. And now that he didn't get a team to stream against, that is the Cubs, he didn't do well. This These are the simple rules, so it, it's not, not, not that hard. Andrew Abbott um, against the Nationals, a very disappointing start, 5.2 innings of 600 runs, 9 hits, 5 walks, 3 Ks, and you're wanting to show, like, what's going on here, he was so good, now he's so bad, this is the floor of it, it happens, young guys go through this stuff, uh, the sweeper wasn't as good, the four-seamer command was not there, change was floated, the the curveball was uh, whatever, I mean, the whole thing is just wasn't in a good package, um, I think Abbott is better than that, We've we know how good he is, and uh, I think we just keep rolling with uh, with Abbas, especially against the pirates next. Christopher Sanchez had a step back, however, was seven K's. 7 base runners and in 5 innings. 600 runs is really annoying, but you still got the change of getting 8 whiffs. You saw the slider getting 37% CSW and you saw the sinker getting a lot of cold strikes. I think we still continue with that. And Ryan Nelson, we do not want to do 3 innings of 600 runs. I just, I just don't think his secondary stuff is all that good. And really, the fastball isn't overwhelming enough. Today's starting pitchers, and I know Tyler Glasnow, I just got a ping that Tyler Glasnow I jinxed him, apparently. Tyler Glasnow's number one play of the Tigers because it felt like the only good one today. And I guess it's not. All right, I'll check it later. But uh, we'll talk about it tomorrow. Uh, Zach, uh, Zach Allen against the Twins. Brandon Woodruff in his still ill start. I'm still going for it against the Pirates. The Sandy Alcantara against the Rangers. I know 17 straight innings, though, of dominance, of one and run. And I know it's the Texas Rangers, but I'm just going to do it. Probably well, we'll start tier is Cal Bradish, Tom Walker, Luis Medina, Chase Silseth. Those two guys I just mentioned, Medina and Silseth, are very interesting streamers today against the Giants and the Mariners. Uh, Bryce Miller, uh, Chris Bassett, and Justin Steele. If you listened to my podcast yesterday, I went through all of these Lance, Lance Lynn, Carlos Rodon, Charlie Morton, Andrew Heaney, Johan Aviedo, and Jose Quintana are all on that questionable start tier. There are reasons that for all of this, it's lots of chaos, really hard day, I think, to predict. And then in the do not start tier, it's Matt Manning, Alex Wood, uh, Jose Gurkedian is still ill. Start coming back against the Yankees. Jesse Schultz, Jake Irvin, Lyon Richardson making his MLB debut, but he's only been three three innings in the minors, so I don't really think it's going to be very long for him here against Washington. But I'm curious to see what he does. Throws hard. Zach Greinke, Rich Hill, Austin Gomber. Dallas Keiko, Xavier Curry, uh, and the Cardinals bullpen, bullpen and Red Sox bullpen. Looking forward to tomorrow's games. We have Spencer Strider, Garrett Cole, Pablo Lopez, and Freddy Perlta easily in that top tier. You have the Probable Start tier of Kodai Senga, Brian Bayo, Dylan Cease, and Dane Dunning. Uh, those guys, yeah, it seems pretty straightforward. I mean, Senga's gaining the Cubs. That's the only reason why he's not in the auto start tier. But Bayo against the Royals and Cease, I think you're still going to do it for the strikeouts against the Yankees and Dane Dunning against the Oakland Athletics might be a surprise there, but. They dunning through a ton of sliders and really worked last time. I feel like in Oko that works. Quest will start here and also really good win chance. Questionable start tier, you have Alex Cobb against the Angels. Splitter wasn't there last time. Uh, South Lugo against the Dodgers, though. Whatever. Uh, Yuri Perez is coming back, and I don't really know what to expect. I want to say, like, yes, there's a lot of energy and adrenaline fueling this, so maybe that will be good, but how long are they going to let him go? And it's in Cincy, so he's in the questionable start tier. Tony Gonson could make it work against the Padres. It's whatever. And Patrick Sandoval against the Giants is a fantastic matchup. Is he going to have enough in his slider and changeup? And And they do not start tier. My stream pick has to be Gavin Williams, which is really annoying. Um, because he's going against the Jays, and I generally do like Evan Williams, but I feel like this is way too risky for you to chase, it's, the, the, the chance of him having a fantastic outing, I think, are pretty low, and while it's a much higher probability that he hurts you, so I don't want to do that, same with Cole Raggins. I know I'm really into this, but, I do recognize it was 94 and change, not 97 last time out from Cole Raggins, and it's in Fenway, and it's just, this isn't the start I really want to chase with him, but if he does well, really... If he does well here, then I'm really excited moving forward, right? Uh, Josiah Gray, Hyunjin Ryu, Ranger Suarez, Brandon Williamson, Joey Wentz, Drew Smiley, Peter Lambert, Ken Waldachuk, and Isvaldo Bido are the ones that round out the Do Not Start tier for tomorrow. But that is it for today. So I read the quick and I had to get going. But that is also my name is Nick Pollock. And may your bounce be low and your strikeouts high.